Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Whatever it takes. Cause I love the adrenaline in my veins. I do whatever it takes. Cause I love how it feels when I break the chains. Whatever it takes. Yeah, take me to the top. I'm ready for whatever it takes. Cause I love the adrenaline in my veins. After a little delay, the show is back. Welcome to When Life Attacks. I'm James Hamilton. Joined by Marcus, also known as the deputy. It was a good show you gave us the last time you were on. Expectations are high. They shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, God, uh, I've had some, I've had a, since the last time you and I saw each other, we've had very opposite experiences. You went on a vacation to Mexico, Puerto Vallarta. Okay. So how long were you gone? Uh, just a week and came back uh, just a couple of days ago. And right now it's uh, one of those snownamis in Minnesota. Terrible. Just before we even get to the, the vacation, on my way over here, there's a good, I don't know, six, eight inches out on the roads right now. Yeah. I saw some poor bastard in a Domino's delivery car. Uh, driving in front of me who who is the asshole that orders pizza on a night like this that'd be me or my wife we would we would tend to look outside like ah i don't want to go out we haven't been to the store let's order pizza yeah the guy making minimum wage in a you know front wheel drive now yeah. ford focus he gets tipped you know, well it, well he should yeah those are the nights you want to deliver pizza i have a future brother-in-law who delivered pizza and he said the the worse the weather weather the better your tips and you get all the pizzas because most everybody calls in. So that guy, yeah. that guy's killing it right now, and may die in the process. Well, I and we should we. I'm going to kind of put the trip off a little bit because we have. I'm 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 going to guarantee you we've had very different. We've spent our time very differently. While you were gone, uh, in my last show, I I was almost a hypochondriac because I was going through there's some been some problems. I've been not feeling well. And uh, somehow, I don't know what I did, because last show I had a pinched nerve in my neck. I, I, can't, I can't move my hand up. Like if I turn my hand vertically, you see how you can move the thumb up in the air on my right hand, left hand, nothing. And there's, I don't know, something on the outside of my wrist. Everything's fine, just above it, just below it. But if I touch right there, excruciating pain. At least it's your left hand. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm right-handed. You're being crude, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's it. You'd be surprised how much you use them both. <laughs> Are you being crude with that? No, no? I, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not. From just trying to put your jacket on. So I was trying to, you know, doll was like, "Well, uh, you need to rest it. You need to ice it. You need to this and that," which I completely disregarded. Naturally, smart, right? And she tells me all the time. I never listen to her. She might be right. But as I didn't listen to her, it got worse and it got worse. And by, I don't know, last Thursday, like nothing could touch it. The air hitting my wrist fucking hurt. So I've been kind of kind of grumpy about not feeling my neck, my wrist, you know. And so in my family, the Oscars are a big deal. Like 
the whole family, whether we're around one another or not, we all fill out ballots. We have an email or text string. We all post our ballots and we it's a competition on who will have the most right. And I got over to my folks' house last night. And my dad, he's probably 74. He's going to be 75. And he's, uh, he's had some health problems. And I, uh, uh, I had made this, uh, and you tried some of it, this uh, chocolate chip cookie dough dip. That's on point, isn't it? Good. That was good. It's, it's not healthy. Not healthy. No raw eggs in it, though. But it, yeah. It, well, anyway. Then I made this other thing, uh, artichoke bread. Which, you know, so because everybody tries to bring their own little dish to the thing. So it's kind of funny to try new shit. And my dad wasn't downstairs. I'm like, Mom, where's Pop? She said, you know, I came home from the movie because she'd gone to a movie before the Oscar party with her grandkids. And she said, uh, no, he said he's not feeling really good. So I went upstairs. I called his name. I said, Dad, you coming down? He sounded fine. He's like, yeah, I'm coming down. He comes down the stairs and... Uh, Sits in the living room, and I didn't think much of it. And then uh, Doll and I drove separate because the Oscars last for forever, and she's got to work early in the morning. So uh, she pops in the room, and we're kind of filling out our ballots. And I heard my sister in the other room, you know, asking my dad if he needed a little help with his ballot. And she came back, and she said, he doesn't want to pay attention to me, which is the whole reason the family's into the Oscars is because my old man's into it. So it's like, what do you mean? Well, he just didn't seem like he was listening to me. So I go in the other room and I'm literally reading him like, okay, animated feature, such and such, such and such, such and such. Which one do you want? And you could see he wasn't like, he wasn't, it wasn't adding up to him. He'd say, could you, what'd you say? Pop. I'm trying to help you fill out your ballot. You got to pick one of these. And so you pick one and we go to the next category and like that whole process and start over again. So I asked my mom, you know, what's going on with Pop? Is he all right? What's what's the deal? She said, well, he was perfect all last week. And then on Saturday he was sick and um, didn't feel well and was uh, just not eating or drinking. And, you know, today it's more of the same. And so we kind of got midway through the Oscars and people started to leave because it was getting late or whatnot. So um, there was more time for me to be with my, my mom and my dad. And I'm talking to my mom and I said, uh, I said, dad, do you, do you think you should go to the doctor? Dad goes, uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. Which is standard. My dad's standard male response. He hates doctors. He hates care. He hates all that. And so uh, says, Says the guy with the right. fucked up wrist <laughs> who will not go to the doctor. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh there must be genetic. Yeah. So uh God, now that you point that out, it makes the rest of the story feel strange. So we uh we're uh we're we're talking to him and all of a sudden he, he gets up, he's like, I have to use the restroom, I have to use the restroom now, which is again unusual. So I walked him, he's got no balance really, and I get him to the bathroom and he comes back out of the bathroom and he's just not, he's just not doing well. And so he sits down in the chair and my mom looks at him and says, uh, you know, if we're going to need to go to the doctor, I want you to get in the car now while, you know, they call me Jamie. Well, Jamie's here so we can, you know, so we can help get you in the car. 
He goes, I'm not going to make it to the car. She's like, well, what do you want me to do? Call an ambulance? And he goes, yeah. I was, you know, my dad, that's, what do you mean? What do you mean, yeah? He's like, yeah, I think you should call an ambulance. So Oscar Knight, like, we're 17 categories in, and uh, he's not watching them. He's not paying attention to them. He couldn't, t- this morning, he couldn't tell you the first thing about them. But uh, end up calling an ambulance, and this weather that we have now before, so we're in the middle of Minnesota and having a, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not a blizzard. It's just wet, heavy, inconvenient, shitty snow, wouldn't you say? Well, I'd say blizzard. Did it's, you say blizzard? It's coming down. But before that, it rained. The night before it rained. So the roads were slick. And uh, I don't know. It just getting him down there. Uh, you know, My mom had to follow him. Um, my mom and my uncle went down. I said, Mom, should I come down with you? She said, well, I prefer if you came down in the morning because if I have to be here all night, I want somebody to come here in the morning. I was like, all right. So my mom followed him down there uh, because if you go down in an ambulance, you also don't wait very long in the emergency room. They take you right into you know getting treated. And it turned out that um, my dad has a severe form of pneumonia. And it's putting so much pressure on his lungs for labored breathing that his uh, his heart rate was like a resting heart rate of 120, which is, you know, pretty high. High. Yeah. <laughs> and it was exhausting him. And so uh, uh, they actually, my mom got to the hospital last night, and they actually told her, hey, it's late. We're going to put him on oxygen, whatever. And uh, we're going to take some x-rays and some other things. We've got him on some medication. We don't, we don't view tonight as being an eventful night. So why don't you go home, come back in the morning, and then the, this morning we found out, yes, it is pneumonia and it's all this other stuff. And they say he should be getting out of the hospital uh, sooner than later. But it really made for a, I don't know, man, when you have something that you do all the time like this, and it's, I don't know, it just, like the whole family's into this thing that is my dad's thing, and it just so happens that my dad's the person that's going in the, I don't know. It's depressing. It's depressing. My dad's burned through mm, 10 <laughs> nurses and physical therapists because he's decided that not only does he not want to cooperate or do any of the things that the doctor had asked him to do, exercise or physical therapy or keep a normal sleep schedule or eat properly, but he immediately develops a hate for anybody that's going to tell him what to do. He refers to them as his keepers. They won't. Really what he'd like them to do is drive him wherever he wants to go, uh, which is pretty much he's a movie addict, so he loves to collect movies. And you, if you're my dad's home health aide, you will spend eight hours a day shopping for movies. He's that dedicated. DVD version? Are we not well, technically savvy to get the uh, the downloads? Uh, well, the, so he does. He collects old films that are on Laserdisc because they're collector's items. He collects some um, out of print or rarely printed HD DVDs, which were the red box DVDs that lost to the Blu-ray. He collects... Blu-rays, Criterion Blu-rays, he collects 4K movies, um, he 
He just recently started parting with his VHS. VHS still gets a shitload of money. Did you know that? He had all of the Disney VHS, like all of them. They were in those these huge white plastic yeah. boxes, and it held the the plastic tape. And he kept them all factory sealed. So when he would buy one for himself, he'd leave one factory sealed. So he he, he put together the entire collection of it, and we put it on eBay, and he got twenty four hundred dollars for it. Wow. Well, was there a profit? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, at the time, how much were the, those movies? Well, were there's only twenty five bucks a piece. Yeah, so there's uh four and probably five or six times his money. That's amazing because I you'd be hard pressed to find an H uh, a VHS player anywhere well, used. I think they stopped making them. Like they're officially done. Yeah, making new ones, so you have to find even Laserdisc too, and there's no straight DVD players. You can't go just go get a DVD player. It's a version of Blu-ray or something else. You can't just get a DVD player anymore. I think those are gone too. But he still collects them. He's an avid, avid. I mean, it's such an avid movie guy that uh, uh, I don't know. It, it made for a, a weird evening. I don't know if you uh, uh, your is your your family's pretty young, aren't they? You aren't having that shit starting to happen yet where parents are passing and aunts and uncles are going and stuff like that. No. Yeah. I'm I'm just entering that. You're five years younger than I am, I think. Yeah. I still so. have a grandparent left. Or two. Oh. No, I actually have two. God, I don't. <laughs> you know, and I didn't that that's just hitting me now that you said that. Yeah. Yeah, I lost my last grandparent a couple of years ago. This is really a fun podcast. <laughs> I'm really cheering people up. Changes for the better. Changes. For, why don't you brighten it up? What did you do? What did you do the last week? Well, uh, like we said, I went on vacation. Um, came back to the snow weather. Poor me, right? Minneapolis-St. Paul, there's uh, two airports. There's the main main terminal and a smaller terminal called the Humphrey Terminal. That's where we were taking off. Uh, Sun Country, one of the... It's a local uh, flight. Now, I, I'm a gambler. I like to gamble, okay? Like with your life or just in general? Just in general. Okay. I mean, I will sports bet. I will play at the casino. I'll do pull tabs at the bar, that kind of thing. You know, I've there's a certain level of degeneracy that, <laughs> that I'm at. Like, you know, I can admit this. I've, I've bet on the Little League World Series. That's incredible. I've never I done mean, that. On an online sports book. Did you win? And, I don't remember. I think so because I bet on the Japanese because they always <laughs> they always, they always win. win the thing. Um, you know, I I don't have money issues. I'm not gambling things. I you know money I don't have anything like that. This is for fun on the side. But I'm at I'm at the airport with uh, the roommate. Right, the roommate. The roommate. We can get into that later. <laughs> um, so we're sitting there, and. In the middle of the terminal, like the the gates, there's pull tabs. In the the middle of the gates of the airport. So we're sitting there at seven o'clock in the morning waiting for a flight to to Mexico, and there are people walking up buying pull tabs at the airport. Were you one of those people? Uh, no. I like I <laughs> okay. I'm at a certain degenerate level you're not at that like, level how do you get to that level i i always lose in pull tabs I, I i'm convinced that there aren't winning pull tabs have you ever won at pull tabs yes i have the biggest i've pulled is like a 275 fuck you 
I think the best I've had is like 15 bucks. Uh, yeah. But it, there's been, you know, 20, 30 other times where we pitch in and I'm down 40, 40 bucks on the night. So for those of you that don't have pull tabs in your area, basically it's uh what's a good description of it? It's uh it's so ours are run by uh, the hockey league, right? The boys hockey, that's how you get pull tabs is it's well, it could be a number of things. Rec they, sports or whatever. Sometimes the like youth hockey leagues will do it and the money they make off of it goes to that some of the money goes to that organization. So you look at the front of the box, and, and and so let's just, for argument's sake, let's just say it's a shoebox full of these pull tab cards. And on the front of the box, it'll be see-through. You'll be able to look into it, and it'll say that uh, you so many of these denominations of winners are contained in this box. And every time a winner comes up, they cross it off. And they're very simple. They've got uh, three windows. They're all paper, and it's perforated, and you pull the uh, you pull each line to reveal whether or not you run you, you've won and people blow through them quickly and they're anywhere between like a buck is your average price but they can be as much as what five dollars yeah. you ever seen a ten I don't know I I think so but again I'm not at that that's le- I'm not pricey. at that level yeah, that's <laughs> pricey and it's it it isn't statewide so if you go into a bar and you look at this bin of pull tabs you're only playing that pile of cards. And so oftentimes you'll see, you know, that there's 300 cards in a box and there may be a $500 winner and a $100 winner and someone will just come and buy the entire box because they know, you know, they should win. They, <laughs> somebody, and if, if it wasn't marked off correctly, people fucking lose their mind. In fact, what happens in that event? If so, if one of the pull tab people just forget to mark, oh, $500 winner was pulled and we forgot to mark it down, and somebody goes and buys the box out, is there any... I have no idea. Do they just I, kick his ass or what happens? Well, I'm sure you'd make some claim with the Minnesota State Lottery and... I don't think so. They'd get audited or something. Uh-uh, I think you're just fucked. I think it's... I think you're just... <laughs> I don't think there's anybody to complain to. I think it's... No, that, somebody regulates that. You, there's somebody to complain to. Yeah, I don't think anything gets done. You might. It's like one of those. Uh, you know, if you want to talk to the CEO of NBC, just email this one box and never be heard from again. I think it's like that. <clears throat> so, um, we st- but before we get to the trip, you said you gamble a lot. Uh, I want to kind of put that into perspective. Do you gamble a lot because? You watched sports a few times and found that when you're watching a game and you don't have money on it, that the game's not very fun to watch? Teams outside of my own hometown teams. Sure. Those games. It's, you know, I can watch all the Minnesota teams mm-hmm. and have an interest in it. But to watch, um, you know, the Detroit Lions play the San Francisco 49ers on the Sunday night game. Like I need a, I need a rooting interest and fantasy football didn't do that for you. I mean, oh, I know that's gambling too, it to does. a degree. It does, but you know, another, another, 50. another 50 bucks on, <laughs> you know, on the Niners by seven. Right. You know, so but, how, do, how would you, how did you finish up this last football season? Did you bet every week? I don't think so. I it, it, it's really not as, 
degenerate as you think I am. I don't. I'm not <laughs> making. If if you're not spending money you don't have and you don't, it's not compulsory, but rather uh, a hobby. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fifty bucks every other weekend on some random game. Just you know. I think I bet every week last year. I bet uh, I did fanball for sure. So I did a fantasy lineup in fanball, which I think I broke even for the year. Um, and of course, there was fantasy football going on. The two leagues that I was in, there was in three. And then I was making little bets, not necessarily with sports books, but I was making bets with people like, ah, oh, bullshit, I'm 50 bucks. <laughs> I was, I always had something going on. So I wasn't, I mean, I didn't spend the electric bill or anything, yeah. but it was fun. And I, probably finished down because i didn't win either of my fantasy football leagues and fanball was even and i think i i lost a little bit of money on that eagles vikings game that yeah. was kind of tough <laughs> i did as well that was not that was painful and when you say you have a rooting interest in your local teams and i think everybody outside of maybe yankee fans can understand this there's just certain years where you know, I mean, you just know. Like, you just know there's nothing to root for. Like, the Timberwolves have been a pretty safe bet up until recently of just been like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, you don't even need to read the paper. You're good. Like, you know what happened. Yeah. So, there, you, you got to put money on games like that. Or just not watch that at all. True. <laughs> anyway, you went to Puerto Vallarta, and uh, on my spring break spots there's a top 10 list you went you went to number six did you know that no did it feel like a college destination for spring break no but that could have been just the resort we were at we were in resort row but we're on one of the last ones uh it's a there's a huge timeshare part of it mm-hmm. so this is sounding pretty old yes okay which isn't a bad thing sometimes. <laughs> so well, there are. There are a lot of retired people that are down there for weeks or months, you know, using their timeshare. That's probably half the people there. Then there's some families there with kids, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, you so sound like very, you're very spring break part. Yeah. Very low key. I mean off on the horizon. Have you ever seen the movie Couples Retreat where the other side of the island was the singles island and then there was the couple side of the island? Did you feel like you were on the couple side? Were there massages and good uh, food? And I did get a massage. Okay, okay. And the, f- the food was good. Did you ever find yourself drinking out of a beer bong? No. Okay, you were on the adult side for yeah. sure. Because just some of the pictures I saw, I have not been uh, there for spring break. I mean, I've been to Mexico several times. Of course, many of the towns that I went to many moons ago are now overrun by truck lords and gangs but you know because the towns sort of shift around cancun's still number one have you ever been to cancun yes we Did, went to isla mujeres okay something like that it's an island off of cancun so was this done at cotton while you were in college or younger this was like done like two break? years ago okay have you ever been on a spring like a true blue college spring break i have not that Where, was that was one of those things you know where my parents are not going to pay for some, you know, trip during high school or college to send me down to a foreign country to get blasted, you know, right. with with my friend. 
if I wanted to do that, I could pay for it myself. And I right. I didn't have the money as a you know college kid. To, what did, did you have a job in high school? Yes. What did you do? I was a personal care attendant. Does that pay well? No. Okay. Okay. That was, How about that was like eight bucks an hour. Uh, college summers, I worked uh, uh, like street maintenance with one of the cities around here. That pays well. That was uh, like nine dollars my first year and eleven dollars the. But this is the, back in the late nineties, early two thousands, right? Yeah. That's shitty pay for even then. Yeah. Nine dollars isn't bad. But I mean, that's paying for school stuff, books. Uh, you you know, had to pay food. for your school stuff. Some of it, yeah. You didn't just take out crazy loans for all of that? No. Because <laughs> today you just take out, like, this is where I'm going to need to live in, and party, and I'll just pay it back yeah. later. You didn't yeah. take that road? No. Probably smart. No. I, on the other hand, went on all of those things. I went uh, my first year to go to spring on a spring break trip. I could not afford to go south because it's expensive. And I went north to Winnipeg because in Canada, you could drink at 18. And so we're like, we're going to go up and whoop it up in the spring in Canada. And that was a bad call. It was a really bad call because everybody in Canada isn't having spring break. So you're just a bunch of young assholes. Assholes. Yes. Drinking and, and way out of control. And no one has patience for it because that's not the environment stuffy. But I did go to Mazalan and Cancun and Daytona Beach and all these places for spring break, South Padre Island. And uh, let's hear about your experience in Mexico. Cause I'm, I'm, I, I'm interested. What held your attention for a week? Not working. Not working. Okay. You were I, relaxing. We accomplished, the roommate and I, accomplished one thing a day. Okay. Went to work out in the morning. And then we were on the beach from 10 a.m. to 6 or 7 p.m. with some food coming, maybe a drink or two. Then we went to get dinner, same place every night. And we, I shit you not, we were in bed by 9, 9.30. Wow. It's so adult. But it is. But 10 or 11 glorious hours of sleep, not getting up for work in the morning, just... You had inter- uninterrupted sleep then, which few, is huge to nights, you. Yeah, that's huge a to few you. Nights, because you have two dogs that yeah. are kind of in the miniature. bed, in between legs, getting yeah. under the sheets, and so they keep you up all night. So this was huge, like a whole week of true blue sleep, right? <laughs> Re-energized, felt right. great. The it, it, did, it did feel pretty adult, though. You feel old when you're, you know. We would we said it to each other too. He'd, Laying in the sun all day, like, God, I'm tired of shit. <laughs> like, that takes a lot of work. The sun takes it out of you. Get in bed at 930, not much, not much for the, the, you know, the party scene anymore. Lifers know. I've discussed how inadequate buying a GoPro has made me feel. I just stare at it, and it just reminds me of how un-GoPro I am. <laughs> like, I just I have no fucking reason to own this thing. Now, this is this is different from some of the other vacations we've done. Typically, when we go for a longer one, we only went for a week. When we go for a longer one, we mix in a an excursion type deal. We'll go to the beach a day. The next day, we'll go zip lining. Then we go to the beach. Then the next day, we go to a boat sailing thing or a you know events things or whatever something to do every other day. We were only there for a week, so I thought about doing one of the excursions, but we'd already done them all. 
had you been to Puerto Vallarta before? Yes, we've been to this place a couple times. Okay, a couple so the, four or five times. Oh, okay. So you're a vet at this point. Yeah. Okay, so there was no pair and all of the all of the touristy shit you did and you were over it. Yeah. What did it save you by not doing those things? Money wise? Yeah. Limit uh, that excursion crap's a hundred bucks a pop, at least. So it's two hundred for you and the roommate. Yeah. And you do that three, four times, that's Eight hundred bucks. Well, I think we have to give her a different handle than the roommate because she does listen to the show and she's more than your roommate. Well, right, but I introduced her to a friend as the roommate one time, and she laughed, which encourages me <laughs> when I, you know, when I'm kind of in a house and make jokes like that, and okay. it's it's stuck. It's stuck because I do see her quite a bit, and I'd like to be, you know, not harmed. She's fine with it now. <clears throat> roommate being girlfriend for a long time, right? Yeah. We're talking... You're ramping up on 12 years? 11. Yeah, I think it's been 11 coming up on 12. Wow, that's amazing. How have you done that? So I was with Dahl six years, and I I never wanted to get married. Never wanted to be married. I'm not religious at all. The sanctity of marriage, the spiritual... Just... Doesn't interest me at all. Zero. And uh, we were, uh, and you know, she didn't give a shit about that. She just wanted to be with me. And I thought, this is a rad chick. This is cool. And as time went on, I don't know, it took on a little something different for me. So then then we were going to get married, or I I was going to ask her to marry me. And uh, uh, I've I've, I've scheduled a trip to fly to Chicago because I have a particular diamond broker who gets diamonds at a particular place that I really am a big fan of. And so um, I was going to hop on the plane and go see him. And it was mere, God, I, I think I had, I'd gone down there, procured it, come back. And I was planning on uh, proposing to her on our anniversary. And somewhere between my anniversary I and, and uh, actually saying anything, my little brother uh, comes up to me and, uh, or through my mom, and, and my mom's like, well, this will be festive. Uh, you and your brother will be getting engaged at the same time. And, like, you can't do that, right? And he's called it. I haven't told anybody when I'm going to do it. So he's just said I'm going to get engaged. Well, I can't just be like, well, me too. I mean, it would be super fucked up. So we had to wait a whole, I had to wait a whole extra year to, uh, to propose, which put us at seven years, and then we got married at eight years. So we were going out for eight years, and now we've been together for eight years or seven years or something. I don't know. <clears throat> the math is in there somewhere. You've done this for 12 years. That's amazing. How did you do that? We have similar hates. Yeah, you're not a marriage guy. No, I would. Well, we just hate the same stuff. But that's the. The base of a strong relationship. Oh, you two hate the same things, and that's what's kept you <laughs> yeah, and the roommate together. Absolutely. And it's, but there's, so there's, there, it's, it's not, you don't ever want to be married? It doesn't matter to me. It was more her, her thoughts on the issue. Okay. So you were just like, whatever, don't care. Doesn't so matter. So there isn't any pressure on you to get married at all. There's not. And we like to tell people we have something stronger than a marriage. Okay. We have a mortgage together. <laughs> right. Right? That yeah. you're financially tied. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there's uh 
I mean, was, there's ads for divorce for 99 bucks in the paper. Yeah. But, you know, getting rid of a house that, that you're both on, that's a lot harder. It is. It is. Although, you know, it's it's that awkwardness, too. It's like, oh, you guys married? No. And then like we get that a lot. Like, are you guys married? Uh, no. Yeah, oh, engaged? We, yeah. No. We get that, too. And then the other weird thing is when you're 35 years old, you're still calling somebody your girlfriend. Right. Yeah. That's why we go with roommate. But you, you, you do know that the two of you are every ounce of what a married couple is, right? Yeah. Like, the, you're, always, uh, you're always happy, but just underneath the surface is a fight that just happened either months, weeks, or years before that just could corrupt at any minute. Uh, you both care a lot about the other person, and if someone were to attack you or her, you would come after that person viciously, but we'll both be angry and at each other and anybody else gets involved they're dead but it's fine for you two to go at it like that's marriage yeah so you're doing marriage mm, without the tax benefit if there <clears throat> is a tax benefit there's anymore, a fa- I, there's actually a fantastic tax benefit to being married yeah that's nice there's some protections in there but whatever so you've you've managed to dodge that that's impressive it's impressive probably for her she's the one who's dodged she's dodged you that's what you're telling me. She's ducking Marcus. Yeah. What did you do? You did something. You did something. What did no, you do? Oh, this was from day one. Day one. Yeah. That was like you realize- a couple dates into it. Like, hey, if this gets serious, <laughs> we're not getting married. Like, eh, okay. You're the nicer and or, or she, she seems like the nicer, warmer person of the two of you. And this was her request. That's insane. We're gonna dig more into this, Marcus, for sure. Let's get on to your let's get on to your vacation. You're having an adult vacation. You've done no zip lining. You've done no snorkeling. You've done no parachuting. You've eaten at the same restaurant every night at the same beach, drinking the same drinks. Was this a vacation? Was it just sleep and R and R? This was just a purely adult vacation. Yeah. I you know, like I said, I I don't see anything wrong with that. It just just rest the whole time. I mean there there were things that pissed me off though, that interrupted, you know. Such as? So we've been to an adults only. We're both not a big fan of kids, especially other people's kids. Right. Right? Yeah. Which is all kids. Yep. <laughs> so we, we, we've been to an adults only. Loved it. You know, quiet, nobody's screaming, that kind of thing. This place has two pools. There's a kid's pool. We encourage all the families to go here, put your kids here, and a quiet, relaxing pool. Guests are told... This is a relaxing pool. We don't want kids here. Please don't bring your kids here. There's even a sign at the pool. This is a quiet pool. Kids are encouraged to use the other one. There's always the assholes that it doesn't apply to them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, they see the sign. They don't care. I'm going to bring my kids over here because the, the other kid's pool is crowded. Yes, that person. That, that's the shit that pisses me off. And it's never, they're never the asshole. If I say something, I'm the asshole. Total prick right, right away, yep. Yep. Yeah. But that person seems to exist everywhere, whether it's cutting into a line or, you know, using the family restroom when it's they're not in the family and, you know, yeah. And also kids seem to be the, uh, like the, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to be a fucking prick. Look at my kid. You know, it's like their totem to just op- or operate through life however they want to. Yeah. Did you say something? No. Did you scowl or move? 
Well, we would just use the pool to cool off and then go back to the beach, and sit in the sun. Just one of those things that, you know, irritates the shit out of me. I think that it's, it, it's a, my, my younger siblings are now having kids and I, I can see it from their perspective at the same time because they're, they're uh, hurting cats. You know, it's just, it's not, I don't, I, I, I feel like they're just hanging on. <laughs> if, whether it's one kid or four kids, they just, I don't feel like they're really in, they would tell you they are in control, but when you watch the chaos that's going on around them, it's like they're just in a balancing act all the time. So I, I get it from that perspective. But on the other side of it, when you don't want to be in that, it's it's hard. It, you know, you're you're kind of hitting them at their core when you're like, I don't want to be around your kids because they love their kids and it's all about their kids. And you don't know how to say it without being a complete fucking asshole, but you're really just like, man, I don't fucking have kids. I don't have kids. I don't want to be around kids. Is that okay? And I, I don't know if society thinks that's okay. That's why it says recommended and not no kids are banned. Yeah, but that's that's what I would prefer. Like kids are not allowed. Like somebody from the hotel, you know, gets in there with a stick and starts hitting them until they get out. Yeah, or it's Mexico. Right? You'd think that'd be totally legal. Yeah. No, well, <sighs> they're getting civilized down there. <laughs> Other shit. Now th- this didn't really piss me off as much as I just it, like I made me despise someone else. So I'm not I'm not a Facebook, I'm not a Instagram kind of guy. I think that stuff is pretty narcissistic. It's always you know, I mean it, there are reasons to have it if you your family lives way over you share pictures, that kind of stuff that's fine, but most from what I've what I've seen is look at me, look at how awesome my life is, you know. Yeah. blah blah blah. Along those same lines is is the selfie thing, you know. It's very awkward. Yes, I, I, I hate that, and I think people look ridiculous when they're taking these stupid selfie Their own shots. Their picture is weird. Yeah. Yes. So along those lines, I there's there's a palapa, the big hut thing that gives you shade on the beach. Mm-hmm. There's rows of these things. So kind of close to us, there's these two skanky looking women in their I don't know mid twenties. The one of them. Puts on her glasses, puts on the douchey fedora hat thing, lays down in the beach chair to tan, mm-hmm. gives her phone to the other one to take a picture of her tanning on the beach. Right. Not smiling into the camera, not, you know, beach in the background. Very serious. Take a picture of me tanning so I can post this somewhere. She could have and- millions of followers. This could be a career for her. Based on how many cigarettes she was puffing down, okay, I'm gonna. Okay. Nah, so yeah. there were there, mistakes were made. <laughs> and and huh. did you feel like you were being worked into the scene at all? Or oh no, just, no, I uh, was watching this from afar. You were just watching this all play out. Do you own a selfie stick? No, I think that's very weird. That I don't. That people. Oh, that people have employ, those. When it first came out, everyone was like, "Who would have that?" Yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's like regular gear like we're going to grab the selfie stick you know what (laughs) along the same lines here what i find funny is the older people like when i say old older than me really don't know how to do the selfie right so multiple times we're seeing a couple that just 
takes pictures of each other instead of the two of them holding the camera up, you know, with themselves right. and the beach in the background. They don't know how to do that. Because they can't conceive of why you'd do that. Well, also, yeah. like, I'll take a nice frame picture of you, yeah. not and a strange you, elbow picture. And then you take a picture of me. Yeah. So the guy, you know, hands on the hips, feet in the water. Yeah, very Awkward forced. smile. And then they switch places and... That shit's always funny. I met a woman one time and said she didn't bring her camera on any trips because she could buy pictures that were far better than her own, and it required no editing, no camera, and no developing or dicking around. She just could... No no crowds. she get perfect photos. And I said, well, that's kind of... Kind of taking something away from the experience, aren't you? You know, it's, it's part of the fun is taking pictures. Apparently, she took no joy from it, but it is an approach. You could not take a camera at all. It's well, I don't know. Do you want to see other people's pictures? Yeah. You, well, I, you know, I, I well, don't know. Like if Doll and I went on a trip and I was like, hey, check out these pictures, it, they would be funny to you because you know us. But it, it's the cocktail party pictures where it's like I've just met you and you're like, hey, let me show you my trip to New York. And you're like, oh, fuck. This yeah. is going to suck. Am I in these pictures? Yeah. No, I don't care then. No, don't care. And, and Or, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, not a Grinch about things. It's just I don't know you, so the, the the pictures have no value to me. Should they? I don't think they should. Well, let me give you this list. I'm curious how many of these places you've been to, and so you've been to Cancun, but as an adult. Yes. When you were there as an adult, was the college spring break going on? No, we went in like May. Hmm. So no senior frogs. No drinking Mai Tais out of trash cans. No waking up in weird hotel rooms. No drinking Dos because Corona's too expensive. Corona's a shit beer, <laughs> and Pacifico is the way to go. You enjoy Pacifico. I was a Dos Equis guy myself because it was yeah. the cheapest beer. In fact, you could get a one for six. Did you see signs like that when you were no. walking around? Buy one, get six beers. You don't see that in the States because yeah. you know, people go to jail, but I liked it. How about, uh, so Cancun's number one, Miami Beach. Ever been to Miami Beach? I've been to Miami. I don't think it was actually Miami Beach. Yeah. I'm Quotation marks. Specific. I don't know. Now, I can't, for the life of me, put together why Miami Beach would be a number one college destination other than the fact there's a lot of colleges just already there. Like, hey, we can't afford to go on a trip, so let's just walk down to the beach because Miami's not a cheap place for a hotel and all of that this time of year you have all the baseball camps that have opened up in spring training i mean this is this is tourism well i don't, I don't this th- time i don't think the baseball is down that far that's more true but the upper parts booked disney's booked the tampa orlando area is booked and then you have all the new yorkers and people from jersey and people from our area that are going down to the keys and to miami and shit just to get out of the cold so when I was looking at airline tickets for a kid to go down to Miami and spend, you know, spring break's usually a week, like three grand, easy. That's if you're staying at a dive. Like I said, that's why I didn't go on spring break in college. Because it was, well, you could go to Mex- you could go to Cancun or uh, South Padre or, uh, God damn it, where's the other place that I went? Mazalon, you can go to any of those three places with hotel, round trip flight, less than 700 bucks. No problem. You could go to South Padre even cheaper than that because that's Texas. 
That's yeah. why you go. How about, uh, well, that was actually next to this was South Padre. We, I went down there and I was just a touch old for it. And it was, it was actually right around this time of year, late February, early, early March. And by that time, like the bulk of spring breakers are gone. So you're kind of going to bars where it was like a hundred people there, not a thousand, you know, kind of, this is like the sad hour of night where the cool people aren't here yet. So I didn't really see South Padre in its in its glory, but it was built for a crazy time. You ever been? No. Bahamas? No. I have not been to the Bahamas either. How about uh, Cabo, San Lucas? I have been there. That was the adults only. <laughs> like hedonism <laughs> or just? No, just no kids at this resort. Okay. And was that more the same? More of the lounging? That was a that drinks? was a real quick, uh, real quick trip. I think that was like a Thursday to a Monday we did. What's a flight time there? Like five hours? You spend most no, of the time on the plane? No, like four hours. Okay, all right. Puerto Vallarta, you just went to. That's number six. Puerto Rico still sitting strong at seven. How is that? I think this list has not been updated. This is 2018. Travel dot com. Is it because Puerto uh, Rico is real affordable right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, you won't have power, you won't have clean water or any food. Three hundred bucks. <laughs> it's not probably good humor, but it's strange that it's sitting there at number seven. My sister went to Puerto Rico, her and her husband for an adult trip, and it didn't sound pleasant. Lots of flies. She just kept saying, "There's lots of flies." I don't know what that's about. How about? Uh, the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana. Punta, is that how I say it? Am I saying it right? <laughs> I just said something fucked up. There? I've been to the Dominican, but we went to a different area. We went to the like the north, kind of east side, mm-hmm. to Puerto Plata. All right. Because they had better excursions up there. And what is what 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 is an excursion? Uh, we went on one that this is probably my, one of my favorites out of all the trips we've done called 27 waterfalls. So what you did was climb, not really climb up a mountain, but you're climbing up a bunch of rock to get all the way up to the top where these waterfalls start. And you make your way down by jumping off waterfalls into pools of water, swimming, going to another one, jumping off that one. And you come all the way down in total. There were 27 somewhere. Big waterfalls, some were small. I think the, the highest jump we did was probably 40, 50 feet. That's a good jump. So you're jumping off the rock. You have time to think, like, oh, my God, I'm falling. And then you smack the water, you know, in a certain way with your feet down so you don't get hurt, that type of thing. And you just keep jumping down like that. Some of the jumps were small, but like I said, the, the biggest one was 40 to 50, and that was a blast. How often did you see people, I don't know, being rushed out of the water and immediately put on a stretcher and moved to traction and well, spinal no, damage? Nobody in our group nobody did that. In your group. And the guides, the some of the uh, Puerto Rican, not Puerto Rican, the Dominicans that that live down there and do this as a job, were running and diving off these things from fifty feet up in the air, jumping into a some little pool, you know, in a ten by ten foot area that you're supposed to land in, just crazy did you feel like the degree of er- there was a degree of error there that would definitely make it something not available to you anywhere in the developed world i'm sorry you lost me 
Well, could you see in the United States them saying, hey, do the 27 jumps in these type of conditions with this type of safety? Could you see them doing that? Did it feel safe enough? No, it did. It It felt safe. I mean, I had a plastic helmet on. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So not safe at all. Not Uh, safe at all. Did you feel like you could miss? No. Not me, personally. (laughs) I'm not asking if you felt like you were going to be able to execute it, but when 56-year-old Marge comes up to do the 27 falls... Yeah, I don't don't think... Could she tumble over the side and not maybe get lift and... There were spots like that, I think. You didn't think there was anything shady about it? You felt like it was all 100% safe? Not 100%. There's risk in any excursion you're going to do like that. All right, well, that does sound like fun. I don't know that I'd do it because I'm afraid of heights, but okay. Uh, you've, your roommate's been to Jamaica. She didn't speak highly of it. I never went just because I didn't really... There wasn't a lot of shine on that for me. Panama City Beach, Florida. Ever been there? Nope. It's supposed to be another huge party spot. Now you, The list does sound dated. I mean, I'm looking at it. I don't know very many friends of mine that were like, oh, my God, I'm going to spring break to the Bahamas. Doesn't sound like it's got a lot of energy on this. I mean, if things changed, hey, let's go to Puerto Rico where all the lights are out. <laughs> Maybe travel needs to work on their list. So did you didn't did you watch Oscars at all? I did not. You are in the majority. They had a pretty big drop. Seventeen was it like seventeen. Yeah, what I what I saw in? was sixteen percent from last year. <sighs> they lost sixteen percent of viewership. Only thirty million people watched it or something. I'll tell you, like I, like I used to be into it. Like I, I used to enjoy watching it when it was about movies. Mm-hmm. When it was about the movies, hey, this is the best stuff that's that's been out this year. But it, it's not about that anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, it's all grandstanding and virtue signaling, and this is how you're supposed to think. Here's my political opinion. This should be your political opinion. Yes, yes. And I, I just, know. I don't want to hear that either way. I don't care if I agree with it. I don't care if I disagree with it. I'm not watching it to to get that. I, I don't want that in my, you know, in my inter- entertainment, in my movies, in my, in my sports, in my, in my stuff to, that I, that I watch or do to get away from, from life and, and, and the news and, and all that other crap. I'd have to agree with you. When I watch a movie or when I watch a ball game, that's what I'm there to do. Yeah. I, I'm there to get away from all the other stuff. So I don't need you telling me your political crap, what I need to think, that kind of stuff. I don't know how to put this. There's something very strange about entertainers where they feel like because they're so popular and because they're so seen that the platform that they're on almost requires them to stand up for decency and to to push what they believe is whatever message it is, the right message, and, you know, it really takes you out of the moment. The same token, aren't all of these shows that they're nominating all part of being grand, you know, some type of a message here? A Shape of Water, you could argue, has got a pretty strong message in it. Uh, obviously, Get Out's got a pretty good message in it. Three Billboards. All Are of these, any of these good? Because I tell you, like I, we watched some of them last year, and the movies were just dog shit. Let's see. I like Dunkirk a lot. I did like I, Get Out, but it was uh, 
just like you said, when you get hit at the end and it's a big racial overtone, I feel like I haven't been entertained as much as I've been preached to, which kind of spoils it for me. Um, I did not see Phantom Thread. The post is not, it's just another of a long line of movies where, where journalism is brought to you in a way where it's, they they ramp the drama up on it and it's it just sort of feels like it's over delivered. Uh, the Shape of Water. I don't really like musicals. You know, you, um, Dahl, the roommate, and myself all went to uh, Del Toro's um, Guillermo Del Toro's art show. He had this travel, uh, and I think we brought it up on the podcast. Dude, he he had this huge exhibit where he was taking all of his movies and his art and his set props and his his uh, sketches and all this stuff, and he put it in this big display at the art museum. And we went to it, and uh, I mean, he did Hellboy. He's got a great lineage of of movies that he's been involved in. Uh, so I was interested in seeing The Shape of Water, which won last night Best Picture, and he also won for Best Director. But musicals just are not my thing. Is that a musical? There are parts of it, yeah. Uh-huh. I've got singing and dancing. and that's, You haven't seen it or you did see me. it? I, just, I, I saw a trailer for it, and then I saw a couple of reviews where in the reviews there were clips of people singing and dancing, and I was... The, the the water man was dancing yeah. with the pretty girl. I was just the only thing out. I've seen I've seen uh, some cracks on Twitter about you know the woman and the fish thing, right? And they're calling the movie Grinding Nemo. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. But funny. But funny. Um, Three Billboards is another statement movie where her daughter gets murdered and there's yeah. you know all this stuff. Uh, but you go through the list, and I think that that's a big part of it. Uh, look at your best actors. You had William Defoe, Woody Harrelson, and these guys are all appealing to guys our age and older. They're not bringing teenagers, 20-year-olds, and 30-year-olds into the fold. Richard Jenkins for Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World. Now, I do like Sam Rockwell. He's a fun guy. As do I. He's a funny guy. Underrated actor. Uh, and he was good in Three Billboards. Uh, I, I, but I mean, again, nothing against him. That's not going to, people aren't running to the TV to watch that lineup. And uh, the categories, I think, I mean, they've been the same categories forever and family listening will be upset because they like the categories, but all of these categories have to be researched. And like, look at uh, makeup and hairstyling, Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, and wonder how many of those did you see zero zero exactly all right how about uh so cinematography is something we had a possibility of seeing uh blade runner 2049 i saw it was not a blockbuster success uh darkest hour uh you know that's a political drama not very many people saw it dunkirk world war ii recreation I saw it, encouraged people to see it. Still not a huge flick. Not everybody liked it. I saw it too. Did you like it? I did. I did, but... You told me I oversold it. Did I? You did. I don't remember that. I Big Tom Hardy guy. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, 
Mudbound. Did you see that? No idea what that is. Didn't see that. Shape of Water musical. Didn't see that. And then what it, they, they never really give you a good feeling for what the difference is between a lot of these categories. Your average person, when they see cinematography, what exactly does that mean? Like what, what is a person gauging that on? Like, okay, give me the parameters of cin- cinematography. Is it just the pictures? Is, does it involve how the camera's moving? Does it involve what they chose to shoot? What exact, why are they getting that award? And then awards are subjective anyway, but usually you feel like, you know, out of 300 major films that some of these would just stand out as being, this is amazing. Well, and the, I didn't read the full article on this thing. Most of this is done through like promotion and money. Like, like they push the movie they want to with, with, money and whatever to get the votes for yeah they fucking start sending out previews it's not even authentic the the vote for this stuff anymore they find out who is an academy member and they start sending their films to them for free for review for submission for these awards absolutely but if you're going to get people to watch it there's so much people are are so well informed that there's something very aristocratic to the way that the Oscars handled that I think people are disconnecting from. So if it Blade Runner, for instance, 90% CGI. So where did the cinematography come in? Because from what I understand, cinematography is everything happening in front of the lens of that camera. And if 90% of that is generated on a computer, did I admit, I mean, does that go against the parameters of the award? Right. I've also heard uh, that actress and actor, these pronouns are have to go away. (laughs) They don't want it sexually divided by saying men or women, you know, dividing it up like that. And uh, I mean, I, I'm a person that I can, I can look at somebody else's point of view on it and say, well, I mean, I get that. It doesn't need to be gender specific. But at the same time, many of the people in these supporting roles didn't have, and I've said this before, these supporting actor roles they were playing in the movie were, in a lot of cases, lead roles. The supporting actor was supposed to be a small role that entered the film that had a big impact. You know, maybe a page or two of dialogue or less. These people are on stage, you know, they're another leading actor. It's like a... It's like a runner-up award if you didn't make the top five for being nominated for Best Actor. It's very weird. You have, uh, tell me what's the difference between sound editing and sound mixing. <laughs> Those are two different categories, sound editing and sound mixing. So I, I'm a ma- I, I imagine the difference, one is blending all of the noises together. One is and mixing. One is, and one is... is uh, the cuts of each of the noise you could you could argue though that the mixing is an edit i can tell you that when i'm doing the podcast there wouldn't be a just working audio there there isn't a tremendous amount of difference you would be saying you know the way you brought that intro in on that music is tremendous mixing and i really enjoyed how you cut out the part where uh marcus insulted children that was really nice of you it was strong editing (laughs) i don't know but I think it pulls people away from all of it. I well, did. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The other thing, I just, I don't want to spend thirty dollars for 
me and the the roommate to go watch one of these things. Yeah, it's it, expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could when this thing comes out on Amazon Prime, and you know, three months, I can watch it on my own couch, which I'd rather do. It is getting to that point where people don't want to go to the theater anymore. But the theater to stay open has an economy that's insane. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, so we have a th- uh, our theater, Lakeville Theater. We have two theaters near us. Well, three, if you want to go. There's a new Marcus Theater. Uh, I don't know. Was it about five miles from us? And then we have a Paragon Odyssey is another brand of theater that's about the same distance from us. And then we have this family-owned theater called Imagine Theater in Lakeville. One is your classic huge cinemaplex, like 20 screens, IMAX screens, you know, left corridors, 10 screens, right corridors, 12 screens, huge plex. Uh, the one that uh, the the Paragon is similar but smaller. I feel like it's got a sm- little smaller theater. It's not as big as 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 the one sort of south of town, and then Marcus is Marcus. But um, I was kind of looking into the economic. You know, I I'm always curious how these things are making money. <laughs> Remember we went to Monster Trucks, and I'm like, how's this fucking cash flowing? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so uh, the the Imagine Theater pays $1 million a year just in property taxes. That is a fucking truckload of money. And if movies are doing movie, you know, how many popcorns do you have to sell? It's considerable. Isn't that how they make the money though? I could could be making this up. I mean, the ticket sales aren't their moneymaker. It's the food and... Well, I think while you and I were in high school, that was 100% true. Like 100% of the ticket went back to the studio, and that's how it was. But now it's gotten to these costs have gotten so high. You know, say say you could build a movie theater like that for $5 million, which I think it's probably closer to 10. It's a tremendous amount of square footage. Each one of those projectors that they're using, they're 150, 250,000 bucks a piece. So you got another few million sitting there in projectors. You start adding up the payments for the property, the property taxes, the staff, uh, you know, all the rest of it. It starts to get to be a good sized number. And if you're going to a theater and they, you know, there used to be theater cinema seating and you would, you know, look at four or five hundred seats in the theater because we were all crammed in like we were at a baseball game. And now they've they've cut that by what? There's maybe a hundred chairs in the theater, and they're all loungers, recliners. The tickets are double what they were, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Probably five bucks to go to a movie when we were younger, and now it's ten. So you have one fifth the amount of people going in, and the ticket's only twice as much. Uh, it's more than that. It, I'd say three times. I I think for around fifteen bucks a piece. Has it gotten that expensive? The yeah. last time I went, I think I paid nine bucks. On a Tuesday night matinee? Uh, well, I do go to day movies. When I go on a Friday night, it's more, but that's because I use the app and like pre-buy my ticket over my phone, so I pay all the service fees and bullshit yeah. so I don't have to stand in line. But okay, for argument's sake, let's say it's 13 bucks or 15 bucks, uh, and then they keep half of that, but they're getting half of that. I'll bet they don't even keep half of that. I'll bet they keep a third of that. So let's just say they make four bucks on the ticket, and then uh, you go to the concession stand, 
there you I mean you're getting hit pretty good so let's just say you get a popcorn and two pops that's 25 bucks how many people do that and when i look at the theater i'm not most of the people going in there are reaching into their jacket like ah, 50 cent thing from gas station way better than the nine dollar candy bar i mean that that hits them how are they how are they paying that and so uh i have a family member who actually was uh uh worked at a bank that was holding uh, a whole bunch of their uh, financials and stuff. And I'm, she's not at liberty to share their particular information. They have, you know, rights or whatnot. But I was in a, at a family event and I was like, man, I don't know how long that theater is going to stay open, blah, blah, blah. I think it's doing so bad. And she's like, they're printing money. They're so profitable. They're printing money. They're fine. They're not closing anytime soon. And she was right. Not only did it not close, but somebody else came in and bought it out. They fully remodeled, remodeled the whole place. I think they make stone. They have like stone ovens inside there in a full bar and shit now. Like it's, that's yeah, alcohol. Yeah, all of them have added alcohol. Yeah, now. they're 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 doing well. They would do well too. But you know, even it, I I was going through. I don't know if it was the last show or the show before how many superhero movies are pumping out. I mean, we really kind of need to break it up a little bit. I was actually kind of a little relieved not to see, you know, Thor at the Oscars because it was a ridiculous <laughs> movie, but they need some things like that to kind of, you know, they need things that people genuinely want to watch that aren't held to a degree of scrutiny that really cast the average person out. Can't have Meryl Streep nominated every year. We get it. She's good. But isn't she? But she's been nominated 20 times. How many times has that woman been? Feels like every year I pick up a ballot. It's like, dun, 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 Meryl Streep. <laughs> you know, it's just, we could we could mix it up a little bit. I, one of the other things, like the roommate and I watch uh, just shows. I, like TV is, what do you say? Uh, not, not out producing, but like TV is more entertaining to me than, than a movie. Yeah, you know, I've got a full, a full season of whatever that I can watch, and it's ten episodes. I got ten little movies that all connect together. That's entertaining me, instead of a two-hour shot. You know, yeah, at the, at the theater. I think TV is is has a has a higher entertainment value. I guess for me now, it's hard to argue with you because there's a. There's an you know an economy to all things, and for your average Hulu or. Um, YouTube or Netflix or any of these other places where you have, you know, even HBO and Showtime where you're, you have a, a pay for content model. The, they're drawing these actors and actresses cause they're not, they're part of their contract. Isn't about how many tickets sell. They're getting paid either way. They come in, they do a consolidated amount of work, they leave and they have, you know, pretty much autonomy, creative control, the stuff that's out there. Uh, you know, and I've, been telling people watch Altered Carbon on Netflix. It's badass, but it's, you know, you don't sit down and watch that with your kids. It's graphic. It's adult. And that's part of what, before we had these services, I was like, man, could we get some adult content? Can we start talking to adults again? Cause it was all Pixar and don't swear or hurt anybody superhero movies. And it was just really weak. And it was it was good to see shows like Deadpool come out and invite adults back. Like, hey, you know, we remember that you guys have the money. Come on back and watch. 
And I think that you see a lot of that when you are uh, queuing up the shows you want to watch. Now, does that go for network TV too? Do you find yourself watching a lot of NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox? Uh, I cut Dish service out like a month ago. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about this a number of times, and I disagree. You have not. You have not. Tell us what you went to. I went to DirecTV Now. It's a streaming service because it's only 20 bucks a month, and I still get 60 channels. And I don't know. The network TV like that is just kind of a background for us. But it's... you you uh, Tell me, it you have Dish... But now it's called Direct TV, and instead of it coming through a dish in your house, it's coming through the internet. It is, in fact, just cable, right? You have cable. Yeah, we have the cable channels. Yeah, yeah, it's cable. So you didn't really get away from because the way you well, frame it, it streaming. sounds like eh, cut TV. Hey, they call me a cord cutter according to the internet. Well, they're the you're getting slow played for a guy that gambles. You realize you're getting slow played, right? Direct TV's like, look. We gotta, we gotta give them a taste. So they give it to you nice and cheap. They even fucking give you like Apple TV 4K for basically free. Here, here, take that. Just, just have a taste. You know, if you like it, call me again. And you're starting with your 60 channels, and then your cable company is gonna start getting a little neglected. And they're gonna be like, Do you see how much he's watching this fucking Direct TV? He's going through an easy terabyte a month. We're gonna have to crank that cost up on him. So now. The, that cable's getting a little bit more expensive. And then DirecTV, they're going to slowly start, you know, pushing more of the bill for each dinner your way. Like, hey, can you cover drinks tonight? Oh, we're going to have to, to increase that tipping. And uh, before you know it, it's going to be 80 bucks, not 20. You're in a position. You realize that. Right now I'm saving. What did I work this out to? I, at least like $80 a month. Yeah, well, we got that deal on your cre- on your your cable company. That was a group effort to get that fucking price down. Yeah. Jesus Christ! They had a published price for Marcus. Like this is how much it's gonna be, and he no shit accepted it, signed up, and when he called back because they didn't give him the price, they acted like they had advertising amnesia. Never heard of that. Yeah, customer service uh, with uh, <laughs> MediaCom. Uh. I, I usually don't get upset with customer service people. I try to be polite, but there were some strong words. You had the fucking ad. You're There's like one of them. You're like, I'm reading your ad. This is your ad. This is your company, right? Because I've got it in my fucking mailbox, and this is why I signed up with you. I'm sorry, sir. We have no recollection of that. It's like some sort of a Senate hearing. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> want the fucking 20 bucks off. That was a process for you. But I, uh, I don't find myself watching. I think I might uh, DVR. Can you DVR with with Directv now? I can't. Uh, it's a. They're working out the kinks with a beta on their cloud DVR, so I can. I can. I've only got about twenty hours at this point. But like I said, most of the stuff we watch is on demand. So like any okay. like, what am I thinking here? Like the new season of uh, the Americans is going to be on FX. Mm-hmm. So we have the FX app. Because I have the DirecTV, I can sign into FX. I can use that app, and they show the last two or three episodes are on demand right there. So there's really not a huge need to. And this is quickly becoming my fear. Because I'm, I'm watching 
I don't know if you heard this, but uh, Best Buy announced that they're going to be getting rid of CDs. By, I think, April 1st, they're going to no longer bring any new CDs into Best Buy. They're going to sell out the rest of their stock, and that'll be it for being able to buy music at Best Buy. Now, whether or not they decide to carry vinyl is a different story, but for the most part, going away. And I would, you know, what happens with with, uh, television and movie media is usually too far behind music. Fast forward five years, you're not buying DVDs, you're not buying Blu-rays, which in one way I totally get because it's a whole bunch of extra space in your in your house. You know, you buy these movies and you don't want to get off the couch to fucking go grab one off the shelf and put it in. And that's that's amazing because when that movie is on TV, when it's edited and commercials, you'll watch it 10 times out of 10. Yeah. But to get your ass off the couch and grab that DVD and actually put it in is too much work. Yeah, never happened. Yeah. And so... Uh, you know, they tried to give us a digital download and you could hold it somewhere. But if you buy a hundred movies, let's just say you bought a hundred movies over the past five years, half of them, you never get around to putting the digital download down and you don't, they've now created this uh, memory race with your computer where they don't want to give you enough. You know, you could have 20 terabytes on your computer right now, but they've decided no, We'd rather you buy the computer from us and then we'll sell you cloud access for your pictures and you can give us a monthly fee every month for these goddamn pictures and files that you already outwardly own. But in fact, uh, you you could look at the computer as almost being something you're not going to need anymore to own a computer because they're just going to, all of your interactions are going to be a la carte. That's the, the direction they're heading. So if you don't have TV that's surviving on commercials, YouTube, who realize, who, who's made it clear that they have to sell you advertising in order for them to stay afloat financially. So you're seeing a banner, you're exposed to a couple of different 30-second spots during their shows, even when they aren't paying to produce the content. You're going to see DirecTV now and these DVRs, they're going to take control of that you want to avoid the, the commercials for the football game and record the football game, they're going to pump as a part of your DVR the need for you to sit through that goddamn exercise. That's, that's going to be depressing. When you go to Netflix to watch Stranger Things and there's three or four commercial breaks, and, and it'll, it'll only get worse. It's going to happen just like the, the, the commercial at the beginning of a movie in your movie theater where you're subjected to, well, the movie's not starting anymore you know, right now, but uh, we'll just pump these eight Pepsi and Coke commercials at you and, you know, no big thing. When I was little, the first time you went to a theater and a fucking commercial came on, everybody was pissed. Like, there was a, a percentage of people that never came back to the movies because they put commercials on while you were waiting for the movie to start. I mean, it's inevitable, that are on-demand stuff. I mean, it's like, appreciate what you have now because as time goes by, all of the fun shit, they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. Don't you have to listen to commercials of Spotify unless you pay them like $10 a month. There's commercials, right? Pandora, all of them, you got to pay yeah. or there's commercials. Yep. I wonder when paying isn't going to be enough. Well, I, 
what Amazon Prime Music. Yeah. Pay the the yearly fee for whatever. There are no commercials on that. There still aren't commercials on Netflix. I mean, you're paying a monthly. I'm down. I mean, the the free stuff you're has commercials. Pandora, the free Pandora has commercials. The the free YouTube has commercials. Yep. The the cheapest level of Hulu has commercials. I think. I think you can buy the yep. commercial free. Yeah, all of those platforms that are free have commercials. The stuff we're paying for right now does not. But cord cutters are outnumbering new subscriptions like three to one every month. So you have guys taking all of that shit on their shelf and being like, fuck that. I need four apps on my TV. I don't need all of this crap. And I can pay $80 less a month and save the family, take the $1,000 and go to Puerto Vallarta for a massage. And they, all of these places still need an outlet to advertise. And they'll throw enough money at these guys where they'll think they've got you by the short hairs. And you'll be sitting with your paid subscription for, for Netflix in the middle of your, or at the beginning of your Wonder Woman movie with, you know, some sort of uh, diabetic medication being sold to you before you watch the show. Until they make a higher tier that you can pay four extra dollars a month to not have commercials. Well, what does, um, what does that look like, though? Have you thought about that? Like, now that Disney has left Netflix, how many of these things can a household support, and how many households do they need to be in existence? So if Fox and Newgate and Weinstein and, and um, uh, Columbia and all of the movie places have their own channels that they expect you to pay for, and then you have all the original content from Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and... Uh, I know I'm leaving YouTube, and there's probably one other one out there. They all go separate. And then you have all of these stations that are existing out in cable land that all are going to want to have their own groups or batches of paid-for direct distribution. I mean, there's a, there's a maximum amount to it. There, there, you, you reach a certain market segment where I have to make this much to survive. I think you're going to see commercials. I just do. I think you're going to... I think you're at a period of time right now where they're just kind of poking at you. Like video games. I I told my little brother, I will never in my life pay more than 50 bucks for a video game. I don't know how many times I told him that. And he would, as a little kid, he'd warn me. He'd say, you know, they're going to make you pay for teams and they're going to make you pay for players. And, and, uh, so he, I think he kind of got off on kind of getting me worked up over all of it. Cause he knew it kind of scared me. Like, don't take my things that are so near and dear to me. You buy call of duty and you get like a fraction of the content and they want you to pump another 50 or $150 at that. You may pay $200 to open up the full game of call yeah. of duty now. And I mm-hmm. swore up and down. It would never happen. <laughs> you, you can see I'm upset. Oh, well, this was fun, man. You got to come back. Okay. All right. Well, I was James Hamilton. Marcus Hoffer. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is WhenLifeAttacksPodcast.com. Comcast Cable, this is k <laughs> I see that you've gone through our automated system and have been on hold for two hours and 28 minutes, and I do apologize for that. How may I be a servant?
Finally, yes, yes. My cable is shut off, and I need okay, to. Okay, hold on one second, sir. Yeah, your cable was shut off. <laughs> yes, I know that. Okay, sir. You gonna need to make a payment of two hundred thirty-nine dollars and fifty-four cents to get it turned back on. Okay, uh, can can I just pay some of it for right now? Oh no, I'm sorry, sir. We do not accept partial payments. You gonna need to make a full payment. All right, I, I can't make a full payment right now, so can, can you just help me out here, huh? Uh, sir, it is not my problem that you cannot budget your bills correctly. <laughs> no one's forcing you to have cable television. There are some perfectly good programs on network television. Look, I, I don't want to just watch network television. I want my cable turned back on, all right? I don't understand why you can't just accept a partial payment from me. Uh, sir, if my service has not been satisfactory to you, I'd be happy to pass you through to another representative. Let me just put you through our automated system again. No, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Do not do that. Okay, then, sir, you're gonna need to control the decibels of your voice. And then you're gonna need to make a full payment of $239.54, so I simply cannot help you, sir. Okay, look, I don't understand what the big deal is. Other companies allow you to make a partial payment. Why don't you cut me some freaking slack here? Why do you have to be such a bitch about it? Oh, this surly pizza dookie wants a tussle! What? Did you just call me dookie? Oh, yes, I did, surly no, pizza dookie! You can, why? You called yes. me a piece of dookie yes, twice. Yes, I did call you a piece of dookie. You got a problem with that? You want a piece of dookie? Fecal matter? What? You cannot call me fecal matter on the oh, yes, phone or in person. It's no, you can't. It's because of my Comcast handbook that if a customer throws bones verbally, there are a list of words I can use, and piece of dookie is one of them, and that's such surly piece of dookie, I did use it. It says in the handbook that you can call me a piece of dookie. It says that in the handbook. You know what, sir? I didn't I... have the time to verbally pugilize with you, sir. I have the skills and the booty and the gorgeous hair, but I do not have the time. I, well, I'm not verbally now, pugilizing. Now, you ready to make a full payment of $239,000 for says that Fine. I can make a full payment. Mm-hmm. Don't do, don't do that. Mr. Moneybags can all of a sudden make a full payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I had thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we seem to have a visa here on working for you, Moneybags. And um, could you please verify the last four digits of the card and the expiration, please? 4071-0806. All right, thank you, sir. Your payment has been received and confirmed. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> now, would you like to receive our package of 12 HBOs for a mere $9.99 per month? What, are you freaking kidding me? Don't get started on that damn piece of dookie. That's a good deal. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. You know what? I'm calling your manager right now. You know what? I'm sick of it.
We are looking for to buy drugs. What you want? I got ketamine, meth, MDMA, Adderall, Bromo Dragonfly, heroin, coke, crack, codeine, oxys, perks, vikes, PCP, LSD, Dilaudid, mescaline, mushrooms, bath salts, cortisone, Toradol. I got Molly, I got her sister Sandra, I got Big Frank, I got birth control, I got Plan B, I got that morphine from China. They took off the market. Shit to make your dick hard, oh. shit to make your dick soft, shit'll find your dick. That shit there's from Kenya. Supposed to be a scurvy cure and silverback gorillas, but for humans, it just makes them violently masturbate. Did I say crack? Because I got more mm -hmm. of that, you too. Crack ready. I got some ibuprofen, aspirin. I got Flintstone gummies if you want. You seem good at your job. We don't We don't need any of that. We, no. no. We're just going to take some low-level, late-80s dirt pot. You know, the kind with seeds in it that you yeah. separate on a frisbee. <laughs> Something you smoke at, like a Bengals concert. I didn't drive my ass across town to sell some mom some fucking dirt pot. Y'all gonna buy some Cloud 10. I'm sorry, man. This is new to the game. Lady, come on, this is Cloud 10. This is the shiz, I. This is like 70% Molly, 20% Adderall, and it's like 10% fun. What's that last 10%? Small leopard. No, seriously, I'm a nurse, so just give me a name. Misty. I actually don't know. You know what? You seem like a pro, so we'll just take a little a weed and just a, just a skosh of Cloud 10. Are there hazelnuts in that? I'll take this out for the dick. I got you. I'll take this. Y'all mind if I hang out a bit? Uh, uh no. Yes. Please, please, please. Uh, don't, don't stay. Stay. Yep.